Hey guys, I'm Esther, owner of Sarah Design. And I'm Jen, owner of Hello June Creative. Welcome to Better, the brand designer podcast. We're all about broadcasting conversations that support our design community and covering industry secrets and offering actionable advice. Just remember, the only designer you need to be better than is the one you were yesterday. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Better the Brand Designer Podcast. Jen and I are currently on a four-week break enjoying the holidays with our family and our friends. And it's nice to just get some time away. So thank you guys so much for allowing us the space to get to do that. But we didn't want to leave you guys hanging with nothing to listen to during the season. Maybe you're spending the holidays kind of bundled up and working on your own business, or you just still want something to connect so you don't lose your momentum. So for the next four weeks, we have what we call From the Archives, and these are episodes that are our listener favorites, some of our personal favorites, and we wanted to go back all the way to season one through season six, this past season, to find the best ones for you guys to re-listen to. This one is super special as well because it was an episode that Giselle was on. So it is amazing to get to hear her voice again and listen to her and hear her wisdom. This episode is from a guest, Avani Miriala, and she is incredible. She was Giselle's freelance breakthrough coach. And they talk a lot about what it means to level up in your own well-being, not just in your business, but in your own personal life so that you can be the best business owner, the best partner, the best friend you can be and continuing to not stay stagnant, but leveling up mentally. So I love this episode personally because it's something I think about a lot. I wish that I was back in college and you know when you take all of those courses that are seemingly meaningless, right? Like I took a geology course and it was so fun, but it wasn't related to my degree at all. It wasn't related to design but I felt like I was learning more about the world and the environment around me. Or like I took another class that was like humanities and that it's so cool to to connect with what it means to be human and different uh, ecosystems and things like that. So I think that one of the things Avani talks about a lot is just fall in love with learning. And learning doesn't have to be related to skill set. Like it doesn't have to be taking a web design course, although it can. I think learning is taking time to just go back into yourself and figure out what it means to be you and what you desire out of this life. And the fact that every day you can wake up and try something new. I have been working out a lot more recently and I've been falling in love with healthy living again. And I think that's kind of a perfect analogy to taking the time to invest in yourself for the future. So each day that I go to the gym, that's investing in my future health. And so just like working out, it takes that small time, daily, weekly, just doing something. It doesn't have to be anything huge, but even if it's taking like 60 seconds a day to sit down and meditate and think about who you want to be, that's the big thing there. So this is really what Avani and Jen and Giselle talk about in this episode. Really that fixed mindset versus growth mindset. How do you step into the growth mindset? And it is super, super valuable. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. If you have questions or if you have thoughts on this episode, we would love to hear from you. And yeah, enjoy hearing Giselle's voice again and enjoy this episode. Hey, 
everyone. Welcome back to Better the Brand Designer podcast. Super excited to be hanging out with you guys today. We are also pumped because we have a wonderful guest with us today, Avani Miriala. She is going to talk to us so much about cultivating a growth mindset, all about her coaching offerings and the things that she and her clients have learned along the way. But before we get started, let's do our intro questions. So Giselle, if your brand was a song, what would it be and why? Special thanks to Celia Lockley for this question. <laughs> I love this question. Um, I would definitely, my song would be Ends of the Earth by Lord Huron. Have you guys heard it Mm-mm. before? I don't think so I have. Maybe he's a little obscure or sorry, it's a band, but it's basically, uh, you should look it up afterwards. The, the whole lyrics is just about like, follow me to this world where there's so much to see. And let's go on this journey together. And it's just about adventure and like wandering, basically. Like there's not really an end. There's no destination. And it's just about the experience. So that's that's that song. And I think it really embodies my life. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Avani, do you want to go next? Oh, man, this is really hard. <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> like, give me, give me a moment. You know what? You know that song by Calvin Harris and Rihanna? This is what this is what she came for. Or this is what you came yeah, for. Uh-huh. What is it? I don't even know. That's the song. Like it's lightning. This is what you came for. That song. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. So if my brand was a song, it would be "Drops of Jupiter" by Owl City, yeah. and that is just one of my all-time favorite songs. But it also like really represents. I feel like my personality and my brand. It's very exuberant. It's very positive. It's colorful. And it has a little bit of whimsy to it as well in the lyrics. He's talking about kind of floating around in the galaxy. And um, I think it's a love song as well. So I just, I think if my brand was a song, it would be that. Yeah. That's awesome. Love it. Cool. Well, Avani, we're so excited to have you here today to talk to us about you know, growth mindset, as well as anything else that you want to share with us. Because as a few of you guys know, just from me raving about Avani all the time, is just that she really just broke these barriers in my mind that have very, like, really just uh, changed my life, basically, and just, like, broken me into the next level of myself that if it wasn't for her, I I don't know how long it would take me for me to get to where I am. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, Avani was my first freelance coach I ever had. And she can talk more about that later, but I just wanted to introduce you. So welcome. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. I remember when you first started this podcast. I mean, I guess it's been a few months now. We started last year. I don't know how long it's been, but I was like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. this is the coolest thing ever. and best idea. I'm so excited for you guys. And it's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for being here. Do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Tell everyone a little bit of background about how you kind of got to where you are now and then what is in the future for your brand? Absolutely. So I am a... This is always like an interesting question because I'm doing a few different things at the same time. So I run a freelance agency. We do user experience and product design for tech companies. And it's a little small but mighty team. And we love supporting amazing companies that are doing amazing things. And we have really great systems in place to help people add value to their customers' lives through really great user experiences. And so that's kind of where... 
my business started with that company, that brand. It's called AMSD. And I got into that because I was at an in-house job at a tech company in Austin. And I was like, there's got to be more than this. I was getting really kind of anxious and frustrated about being in the same place. I felt like my skills weren't growing anymore and I wasn't growing anymore. And that was so frustrating for me. I felt so stagnant. And I was trying to think, maybe I should go to a different job. But then I thought, if I go to a different job, I'm going to be in the same place another year and a half down the road. So I was like, well, maybe I can do this for more companies. And then I left my job and started freelancing. And that kind of grown into this really amazing team that supports so many different companies through AMSD. So that is my agency. And I love everything we're doing there. We have so much fun every day supporting our clients. And in addition to that, as I was doing this, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm learning all these things. I have to, I absolutely have to share with other people because it's, if it's helped me make more money than I ever imagined I could make on my own, then it's gonna, and not just that, but give me the lifestyle where I can travel all the time, take afternoons off, record podcasts from my car. <laughs> <laughs> yep. way, I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, She's styling, and uh, and uh, from her Tesla. I know it's it's a Tesla. But also, like take a nap in the middle of the day. If I can figure out how it worked for me, I need to share that with other people because this is just such a cool way to live, and we have the ability and the means to do it. Anyone does. So that's when I started my podcast because I was like, I need some kind of way to get this out into the world. So I have the Six Figure Freelancer podcast, which is so much fun. I get to talk to talk to my people on there and it's so, so much fun. And then after I started doing that, I realized, whoa, business is, is about mindset. At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's about, can we level up mentally? Because I can give you all the courses in the world, all the books in the world, all the strategies in the world. But if you're mentally not the person you need to be to execute on those, then you're not going to do it yet. You need to kind of rewind and rework yourself mentally to be that person who's ready to level up to whatever you want in your business, in your freelance career, in your design career. So that's when I started doing freelance or breakthrough sessions, which we can talk about later. But so now I do coaching there and along with these other amazing things that I get to do. And I'm so grateful. That's wow. an amazing journey that you've been through and you're still through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing. Of course. Yeah. You guys should definitely go listen to the Six Figure Freelancer podcast. Um, I was actually lucky enough to be a guest on the podcast last year um, and we had such a great conversation. And like, I look back to kind of where I need to go back and listen to it. Honestly, I look back to where I was at the time that we had that conversation. Both of you and were like, on the show, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we were. And now oh, we're having you on our <laughs> podcast. Oh, it's yeah. just so great. What an honor. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. But like, I mean, I think back to where I was when, when we had that conversation. And I think a lot of the things that Avani introduced me to, like when we were talking about like mindset on that conversation, like I like I, I needed to hear those things. And like, I think we all need to continually hear those things because like, she's so right. You can educate yourself as much as you want, but if you don't have that like CEO mindset, then like you're going to be spinning your wheels for longer than you would if you like had that kind of breakthrough moment. So, um, with that being said, Avani, do you, would you want to share like the key 
to your success as a freelancer slash business owner? And like, if there were any shifts mentally that you had to kind of work through first before you were able to get to that level? Yeah, this is such a great question. I think the number one thing that anyone can do for themselves is to be able to all the time be a sponge in every situation you're in, like always learning, always growing. Even if you think like the moment you're growing stops and the moment your business stops growing is the moment you personally stop growing. And the moment you say, Oh, I already know that because yes, we probably know, you know, X, Y, and Z, but maybe there's this other things, other layer to it that you didn't see. Um, and being able to just take every situation as what can I learn from this? What can I take away from this? Even if it's seeing how a situation goes wrong and just having that kind of filing it away for what happens when this happens. And this is what I would do instead. You know, every situation we can take away something and learn from it. And that growth mindset, really, that's what it is, has helped me constantly level up and every year, double my income. Like that's something that you feel like is scary and huge and unheard of, but it has happened every single year. And I've been doing this business for three years and it's going to happen again this year. So if you're able to say, I'm a sponge, I'm here, I'm learning from every single human I interact with, not just in business, every single human being I interact with, you're golden. Like you're going to, you're going to skyrocket to the ends of like the galaxy. It's going to be so cool. And, and I'm not just talking about business or design or your career, but really just as a human being, because also what another thing I've learned is that everything is very, very much connected. <laughs> yes. So, so like, like, let's say you're going through something with a friend and you hit a rough patch, which that's happened to me. And it's just like really stressful and really draining. And you're trying you're like, you care really much about this person. And that stress, that energy, it will show up in your business. It will show up in your career because that is taking, and we're creatives here, right? So even more so it'll affect us. <laughs> so being able to realize that even if I can grow in my personal life and my relationships, that's still going to affect my career as well. So I think growth mindset in all and any area of your life, that's like the number one thing. The other thing is find a way to learn every day. So for me, I'm constantly listening to podcasts. I'm listening to audiobooks a lot because I've been finding physical books hard to read these days, but physical books are really great too. Finding courses that you like, and I highly recommend being selective with courses and coaching too. Make sure you're purchasing things that are resonating with you and that you feel drawn towards, not just because everyone else in your industry did it. And just finding those ways and opportunities to learn, even conferences are really good. But at least if you have a way to micro, have like a micro learning moment every day, that's also going to propel you forward. Because my great ideas come from when I heard like James Wedmore say something and I heard Giselle say something on her Instagram story. And then I heard, you know, Catherine Zinkina say another thing. And then I come up with this new idea that's like unrelated, but kind of related to everything those three people said. Like that's how my content gets made, for example. So just, I guess the bottom line is keep learning <laughs> and fall in love with it. Like become a great learner. I love everything that you said. And one thing that I really admire about you as well is that with all of this learning, you just like kind of synthesize it in your head and then share it with the world. 
And um, I don't remember exactly. I wrote this down because I was so inspired. But you said something like, you know, uh, sharing knowledge is one of the greatest loves that we can give to the world. And I just like this is why better the brand designer podcast exists is because, you know, Jen and I were having these conversations with each other, learning from each other. And we're like, well, how many other people would benefit from hearing this? And, you know, there's no yeah. money attached to this. There's no like ego. We're not trying to become like the no no alls of the industry or anything. Like we constantly say, like, you guys take it uh, by the grain of salt. Like we're not we don't know everything, but just, you know, kind of not just regurgitating, but adapting to our experiences and then sharing it with the world. And this is how it has, how it happened for us has been a really great way for us to really learn these lessons that we're constantly like putting things in our heads and hearing from other people and advices and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I mean, I totally had a micro learning moment the other day. I mean, what you said, Avni, <laughs> just reminded me of this. I was, I was, you know, banging my head against the wall, trying to like code something in Squarespace. And I, I was like, you know, I'm just going to watch an actual YouTube video rather than trying to like cut and copy like code from the internet. And I was like, I found a six minute video and I sat down, I watched it from start to finish. And then I implemented everything that the video said in the right order. And it ended up working for the website that I was working on. And it was amazing when I like gave myself that time, six minutes like six minutes to sit down and watch a video where I usually think, oh, I don't have time to watch a video. You know, that was amazing. <laughs> and I'm going to be able to implement that on all the sites that I work on going forward. So I think that is so valuable. And, you know, I, I miss, I miss college, you know, mm. like I miss those days where like, you know, we could just learn something that was like, maybe not directly related to like what we were trying to do, but like everything is connected. That's so true. I love that you said that. So yeah, absolutely. It's all, we're all out here trying to figure life out. And the funny thing is when like things start to fall into place in these like unrelated areas and like your health, your relationships, like your relationship with your significant other business can just explode. And it's just like, you're, when you're in the groove, I mean, this is all like, I get back to mindset things all the time. Like when you're standing in your vortex of life that you want and putting all the good feelings in there and continuing to get better and better every day, it's just going to get stronger and stronger and faster and faster. You're going to be able to attract those amazing things that you used to once dream of. Yeah. And I think one of the big things about the growth mindset too is letting go of your ego. Because if you, you know, if someone tells you something and you, th- you want to say right away, oh, I already know that and dismiss it, then you're letting your ego take over and not let you learn. And I think it's definitely easier said than done. I still constantly... Um, battle with it. And I know because my husband tells me <laughs> where it's not in business, but it's in something else. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, I already know that. And then he's like, do you? And then he'll ask me a question. And I'll be like, oh, I guess I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's interesting you say that, Giselle, because you and I have worked together before. And I've always admired how you're able to put your ego to the side and just like really be a listener in all your client conversations. I think, I think that's amazing. I've learned from you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. We get to all learn from each other. <laughs> oh, I love that. I think there's something that's so valuable from, especially with the client designer relationship, you know, specifically diving into branding here. Like it can be so easy for me in a client interaction to, you know, take receiving feedback, for example. It's an integral part of every branding process. You need to get feedback from the client. You need to internalize it. And then you need to make refinements accordingly so that the client is happy with the final product. I mean, you are selling a service. So like 
it's easy for me to get feedback. And, you know, if they're not satisfied with the initial concept, which, you know, it's not always like it's perfect approved, you know, that probably happens maybe like 10% of the time, like the other 90% of the time, (laughs) I know, right. The other 90% of the time, you know, people respond positively, but they say, Hey, I would love to see it a little softer, or can we make this a little bit more modern or whatever? And I, I tend to have this, like this, like reaction where it's like, Oh, you didn't like it. Like, you know, and so then I put it on them, you know, in my head when I, when I get this feedback, I think we all do this. And it's so humbling to think like, no, like just because they have this reaction to the brand, like, doesn't mean that like, I am not as good of a designer or I didn't get it right on the first try. It's like, that's an opportunity for you to learn through that, like not mistake. Cause you know, making refinements, it's not about doing it wrong the first time, but like, it's, you have to like put a certain amount of trust in your client to know like that they know their brand, you know? And of course we're not talking about the crazy like responses where it's like, can you make the logo bigger? You know, <laughs> it's like the, or those curveballs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you make it clean? And it's like, what does that mean? You know, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> but I, that's just what that reminded me of. And it just as a specific tie into branding. It's like, be like, be respectful of, of, of your client's feedback. And I'm, I'm not saying that as like, oh, you guys all need to be respectful. I'm saying that to myself. Like that's something that I really need to work on. Um, learning from non-designers <laughs> in our, in our clients and learning how to better serve them. You know, it's every project will get better and better once you've had those like conversations with your clients. So I know we were going to talk about growth mindset later on, but like, I think we should just totally dive into maybe like a little definition. What, what do you, Avani, define a growth mindset as, and then how does that manifest in your own life, but also the lives of your coaching clients? This is great. I just recorded a podcast episode on my show on this. So, (laughs) um, So we should definitely dive into it. So the book that I recommend before I dive into this is Mindset by Carol Dweck. And I highly recommend everyone, no matter what field or industry you're in, buy it, read it. It's so good. So it talks about two types of mindsets. There is the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And fixed mindset is the mindset. It's like basically the fact or the thought process that everyone is born, natural born talent. They have it or they don't have it. Like I'm a good designer. I'm not a good designer. Like I'm this kind of person, or I'm not this kind of person, like I'm a patient person, or I'm an impatient person, or I'm stubborn. And the fact that you believe that and you don't think I can change, that is a fixed mindset. Fixed mindset people will often shy away from challenges because they don't want to seem weak or make mistakes or seem like they don't do something well. They often are it's really a lack mindset. Honestly, it's the fact that there's only one or two things they can do well, and there's not the ability to move or grow or change or morph. Whereas a growth mindset person believes that with hard work, with the ability to learn and get better and be the sponge that I mentioned earlier, they can pretty much learn anything they want to learn or grow into anything they want to grow into that they'll have the ability to constantly learn and grow. They love challenges because that's the opportunity to make mistakes and mistakes are an opportunity to learn and grow again, grow. It's an opportunity for expansion. I actually read this in the vortex by Abraham Hicks a little while ago. And in that book, it talks about how any bad situation or bad issue that you come across is 
it can be uncomfortable. It can hurt like here. It can hurt physically. But you resisting to it means you are resisting to the opportunity to expand, the opportunity to evolve and become that next level version of you. So that's a really great kind of way to think about challenges and like the hardships that we have in life. And don't get me wrong, some of them are really, really horrible and really, really tough, but it still can be viewed as an opportunity to grow and become the next version of yourself. So that is the difference between like a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And now you can tell one of these mindset is great for people who want to be amazing at their careers, people who want to be the best designers in the world, people who want to be the best entrepreneurs in the world. And that is the growth mindset. And you know, there's all, there are still entrepreneurs that have a fixed mindset. The problem with that is that they're going to plateau at some point. There's something that they're going to hit that can be a roadblock. But the best people in the world, the best entrepreneurs in the world are able to, like you said, Giselle, put your ego to the side and say, I'm still learning. I'm going to treat every day as like I'm in kindergarten today and I'm learning so many of these amazing things. And that's how you're going to just keep getting better and better. And that's what a really great growth-minded individual does when they approach life. That's so great. And you just reminded me of, what's her name? Haley Burkard. Mm-hmm. She she has that profitable lounge or something. Yeah, um, I think she changed it to, yeah, it used to be Profit Planner. She just changed it a little while ago to Scalability Lounge. Right. Okay. So then she had shared um, in the last half year, about how she hired somebody because she thought that she hit a plateau and didn't know where to move her business forward and that she was like the reason why her business couldn't move forward. So she hired somebody to help her and it just ended up becoming like a lot of investment that never had a return. And she had to let this person go and fix what that that girl did. And she doesn't blame her for it. She actually blamed herself because she realized Mm -hmm. that she, because of this like, kind of, she didn't, I don't think she defined it as a fixed mindset, but there was a point where she realized that she wasn't believing in in herself and letting herself like grow into this other person that she was capable of becoming. And it took some investment and like, you know, having this other person um, kind of mess things around in her business for her to realize that. So even like for the people that we just see are like very, very successful, like it still happens. And it's, you know, I don't think a life is a linear process. I think there are things that we have to keep learning over and over again. So also being uh, receptive to that. <laughs> yeah, that is such a good point. It's not like, even if you're in one mindset or the other, doesn't mean you're going to be in that mindset forever. It's constantly a practice, like you said. Yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to add uh, with the growth mindset as well? I mean, I feel like you really covered it, but is there anything else that comes up? Um, yeah, one thing I, well, I think I kind of mentioned it earlier. Growth mindset is a practice like we just discussed. And that means that we have to be actively putting ourselves in that space to have growth mindset on a regular basis. And this is the this is like the fundamental. If you get this one skill right really, really well to, to coming back to growth mindset every single time, then everything else is kind of built on top of that. And you can go anywhere. You can do anything, like I said earlier. So finding ways to continue to be in the growth phase in your life, like your mental world life every day, finding ways to be around other growth mindseted individuals. Like you guys aren't even in the same place, but you found a way to connect, to learn from each other and grow together. And you didn't let that barrier stop you. So 
even if you're not in a place where you have a lot of people like yourself or with growth mindset around you, find a way to connect with those people on the internet, maybe. So be around those people because we're the, we're the average of the five people we hang out with the most. So <laughs> there's no way around that one either. So making sure you're constantly being in touch with those people, talking to those people, learning from them. And yeah, so continuing to find those moments to be in growth mindset, the growth mindset every day, being around those people and optimizing your day for that. So if you're able to in the morning, for example, is a great time to be in growth mindset because a lot of times we can find some space, especially if we have flexible schedules. And just put aside like 30 minutes to start or 20 minutes to start of this is the time that I have that I'm going to work on myself, work on me. Because that's a priority. Just like if you're a freelancer, like we all have agencies and studios, we prioritize sales and business development because that's what makes us money. (laughs) So just like that, this is another priority that's really good to have as a fundamental thing that's number one in your life. Oh, that's so good. And I feel like it's so much, I'm just thinking about my own self, you know, like prioritizing time for my own personal growth and, you know, my own, even mental health, you know, like I have been trying to meditate every day and make that kind of a part of my routine, not only for my business, just, but, you know, like Avani said, like all of the different relationships we have in our lives benefit from this mindset shift. And it is so difficult guys. Like (laughs) it's very hard when you have an inbox full of requests and, you know, you have all these clients that you want to like deliver a great experience and a great service to. It's hard to carve that time out for yourself, but in the long run, it's one of those things that like you can look back and think like, wow, like for example, the longest time before I started Jen Davis Design, I was like debilitated by this fear of beginning. And I think I, I talked about this on, on Avani's podcast. Like every single time I would hear something about like, just go for it. Or I would see like a Nike ad, like just do it or whatever. I would just shut down. Like I, I just felt like, like, who am I to be like, thinking that I want to start my own business. Or I know there are a lot of you in our Facebook group who are, you know, working part-time jobs or thinking about like making that leap or who have just made that leap. You know, that is the time where cultivating and crafting a growth mindset. I mean, it's always great, but I feel like it's that those times when you feel super resistant to it, where you just like, no, 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 I'm going to ignore it. And I'm just going to jump into my email. It's like, those are, that's like an indicator that like, okay, maybe you do need to like take 10 minutes and like, write down in your journal or meditate or do whatever, you know, tool like, or modality works best for you for, for cultivating, for cultivating this mindset. Um, sorry, that was a lot, but like, yeah, does that make sense? Like, (laughs) absolutely. And and, and it is a challenge. I'm not going to lie. I did not do my morning routine today. The thing that I did do was I worked out. So that was like an hour, but there you go. <laughs> but what you can do on days like that is you can turn on an app like Headspace and literally just do a three minute meditation. Yes. I promise you, you can find, I've done three, that. find three minutes. <laughs> yeah, you can find three. And it's still good. You're still grounding yourself. You're still messaging to your brain that you are prioritizing your growth, your mental, personal growth. And you set that aside, time aside for yourself to do that. And even that little small thing, even if it's 60 seconds, I've done 60 second meditations before. And it's just a message to myself that, hey, I'm still putting you first. So I'm pouring back into you so you can pour back into others. 
And even that smallest, smallest, tiniest gesture is enough to like get that momentum going again. Yeah, that's, that's great advice too. And what are some of the practices that you do or that you recommend for someone that's just getting into it? Like, I think you do journaling every morning and things like that. Um, affirmations, like, could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so much you can do. And it really, it's, <laughs> it's like a matter of picking and choosing what works for you. And I don't know, I definitely did an episode on this, like crafting your morning routine, but I don't remember what episode it is. We'll uh, have to I just link it, to a bunch it. of different okay. like resources. Yeah. I'll send it yeah. to you when I find it. So you guys can link it maybe. Um, but your morning routine, I think there always has to be something very grounding and something to help you mentally sift through your thoughts. So that means you can have something like journaling where you're doing um, journaling with affirmations. Like how do you want to live your life and how do you want to live your days? What kind of person do you want to be? So that's affirmation journaling. You can also do, um, what is it called? Morning pages. If you Google morning pages, this is another really great thing to do in the morning is dump out everything that's in your brain, dump it out on paper, three pages, get all the gunk out. It's like you're clearing the mechanism for the day. You're clearing all the gunk out. Like if a faucet hasn't been turned on in a long time and you turn it on, like if you've been gone for a month and there's like icky stuff and it like spurts and sputters before it opens <laughs> and like the water comes out, that's your brain. You need to turn it on and let all the junk out that's been like sitting from yesterday so that you can be the best you can be in that next coming day. And so that's another thing you can do is a brain dump of three pages in the morning. And then meditation is also another great thing to do to like get your mental foundation set. And I mean, I, I actually just forgot what I said initially. I don't know what I started. So I'm just talking at this point. <laughs> but um, basically, being you're fine. To, Go for it. Being able to find a way to first get things in your brain out on paper and prime yourself mentally by doing something like affirmations or prime yourself mentally by doing something like a morning meditation. You can find meditations on YouTube. You can find meditations on apps. There's Calm. There's Headspace. There is 10% Happier. Oh my gosh. I just got introduced to one called Rituals. And it's just, yeah, it's, I think it's like a, a cosmetic or like natural cosmetics and like shopping app, ah. <laughs> but they have meditations. They have five, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Nice. And all they do is they just remind you to keep focusing on your breathing and that's it. Oh, so I love it. It's not like, it's not like Headspace where they kind of tell you more right. about it. It's just like, like very simple meditating. I love it. Yeah. So you can do that. Um, I'll, I'll do a combination of those things. I like to put nice like yoga meditation music in the background while I'm doing this. And it's just such a great foundation for my day. And that's, that's like really how I go into my day. So like clearing the mechanism, finding a way to get yourself into a good space by creating a really great foundation. And then if you want to add on to that, something positive to put into your brain after you've like cleared it, gotten to a clear headspace. Now, what do you want to put back into your head? Like you want to be listening to the news in the morning right away when they talk about like, some new virus that popped up or someone did this to someone? Or do you want to be listening to Manifestation Babe? I don't know why she's on my mind today, but um, (laughs) Manifestation Babe talking about how you can breathe your dream reality to life or you want to listen to the Better Podcast where they encourage you to grow and become a better human, a better designer, a better brand designer. 
entrepreneurial, anything like a better human. <laughs> and Aww, do you want to be putting those things into your head? <laughs> so it's a question of like, what is it that you want to like go into your day with? Is it that or is it the other? Is it like the news and like, who knows what's going to go into your head? Or is it one something that you choose that's going to help you move forward in your life? And the last thing I will say before I wrap this, <laughs> this little rant up is <laughs> if you have an iPhone, I highly recommend taking a look at the app limit. I think it's called app limits. Now I can't remember. Or screen time. Yeah, there we go. Is That's that, what, is that what it is. Yes, yes. Screen time. Now go into screen time. Choose a time of the night when your apps get locked out and choose a time in the morning where your apps let you in again. For me, it's 11 p.m. to 10 a.m. That means until 10 a.m., I'm getting no notifications, no Slack notifications, no email notifications. I never get email notifications, but I don't get, um, I do get SMS, like text message and phone calls because in case like someone needs to reach me, that is like my husband or something like that. But I will not get Slack notifications. I will not get any email notifications, calendar notifications. I don't really have too many meetings at that time, really. Um, And this helps me protect my time in the morning so that I can do that growth mindset activities that I have in my day scheduled for myself. So, and another thing, I reason I do this is because I want to choose what gets, comes into my brain in the morning rather than just being the default and opening Instagram. That's the other thing. It locks me out of all my apps, by the way. It locks yeah. me out of my calendar, locks me out of Slack, locks me out of email, locks me out of Instagram and TikTok and whatever else people are using these days. So that means if I go in there, I can't access Instagram until 10 a.m. So if you see me post something before 10 a.m., it's probably because I hit like ignore for one minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you should totally call me out on that if I do that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, like actually I, I was telling my husband um, yesterday, I was like, I looked at him in the morning. I was like, one of my goals is to get my screen time below one hour a day. And that's hard. Um, you know, it's, I've tried to turn my screen off while I'm talking yeah, on the phone. Cause I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that counts if you're like on the phone with someone. Um, but like, you know, I just, I realized that my screen time was like three hours a day. I'm like, what am I doing on here? That it's three hours a day, mm-hmm. you know? And then like, I, I, it's scrolling on Instagram. It's being on my email. It's being on Slack on my phone. It's like, I don't need to be on Slack on my phone. Let's be real. Like there are yeah. people who need to be on Slack on their phone. I'm not one of those people. So like, <laughs> I just like, in, like, you know, going back to, we did a whole episode about boundaries. It's so important. But like another thing that what you said um, reminded me of is that you guys know I, I'm a yoga teacher. I actually just graduated from my first 200 hour training. Oh, congratulations. Um, thank you. Yeah. And, and when we, when we begin a yoga class, um, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been to a yoga class, but you, you ground. It's the first mm-hmm. thing you do is you ground yourself. And so as, as a yoga instructor, I give my students permission to, and I, I phrase it like this. I say, leave whatever you need to leave behind that door. And it's going to be waiting for you when you get out again. So if you have a grocery mm-hmm. list, if you you know have to pick up your kid, if you have to you know check your email or whatever, it's like those thoughts and reminders will come back to you. But give yourself permission to leave them behind the door. I, I literally lock the door. And that's Uh to keep people from popping their head in during Shavasana. But like, I think that that is such an important thing that we can carry, you know, out of the studio or out of wherever into our businesses and into our lives as well. I'm always cueing, breathe in your intention for class, 
and then breathe out anything that doesn't serve that intention. And that yeah. might sound a little crazy or woo-woo, but like you can practice that at home while you're meditating or, you know, even if you just shut the door to your office for like one hour, or maybe that means you, you, you get a babysitter for one hour to, you know, to like chase your toddler around while you really focus and get a ton of work done on a logo concept or whatever that is. It's like sectioning those things off, giving yourself permission to create those kind of those boundaries and, you know, those, those optimal environments for maybe you need that, you need that meditation time. You need that journaling time. Like tell your husband, Hey, 10 minutes, I'm going to close the door. Just don't come in this room. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> you have to do create it. You those have environments. To do it. Absolutely. Especially yeah. like your significant other. Cause you're not just doing this for yourself. You're doing it for them too. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's something that I really love about yoga, like going to an actual yoga class, which I I just went to my first hot yoga class on Monday Ooh. since five years. Yes. Oh my oh goodness. My <laughs> Did you have fun? Yeah, so it was hard. But yeah. the reason that I went was because, I mean, I, I had a pretty crazy weekend with climbing and wanted to really stretch myself out and, and feel that and also kind of get the the week started without me just like sitting on my desk all week. And just that intention of like, maybe I can do this mm-hmm. long term is what is what kept me going during that class and the the uh, instructor reminded me she's like what is it that you came here like what what brought you to this room remember that throughout the entire practice yeah and that's what I kept thinking to myself I'm like I'm here because I'm doing this for my body for the rest of the week to get it started and this and that and like you were saying Jen like applying these things not outside of the yoga studio and into your life like into your business into your your personal life as well I think I, for me personally, I find like, I kind of like box things in where I'm like growth mindset for business. And mm. then it's like real life. And I'm like limiting all of my beliefs <laughs> and like realizing that, oh, I need to do this like throughout my life because it's, it's, you know, it's not just business, but it's, you know, whatever collaborations we're doing outside of our businesses and like whatever, whatever we're cultivating with relationships with anybody else too. Right. Like we, I mean, our businesses are so personal when you are like your own boss and maybe you have employees or maybe you don't like, it can be so easy to just like have that. Basically what I'm saying is that when we are our own, you know, employees, employers and everything, like it can be like, okay, I need to section everything off and like these little sections and like, this is my, you know, business hat and this is my other hat. But like, everything really is connected. I keep on going back to what Albany said at the beginning of this episode is like everything is connected and looking for those connections, like it will blow your mind. Um, yeah. Hope that makes well, sense. <laughs> it, it does. Um, Albany, do you want to tell us um, a little bit about your coaching and how that got started and yeah. where, where you're heading with that and everything? Because uh, there's been a bit of growth with Ooh, that as well. I know. So this is really interesting. I decided this last month, this month, I don't know, recently. So the only way to work with me one-on-one this year is going to be through my freelancer breakthrough session. So I was going to open a coaching, ongoing coaching package and everything, but I decided that I needed to focus this year. And I think less is more like in any business that you run, less is more. So I wanted to focus on our clients, my team, growing that, really getting the good foundation in because I want to learn, I'm going to build a million dollar design agency so I can help other people do the same thing. Like that's what I'm doing right now. So that's what I've decided to focus down in on. And 
because of that, I can't do four month coaching packages <laughs> right now, which is totally okay because I have this amazing new thing that I'm offering called freelancer breakthrough sessions. And I don't know, I think you guys might know this, but I'm certified as a neurolinguistic programming practitioner. So I know how to help program your subconscious mind and really prime your brain, go in, recode it for the life and business that you want to have. So I'm bringing in all these techniques and bringing in NLP techniques, time techniques, hypnosis, and all the strategies I've known from building a multiple six-figure agency and putting them all together in this like juicy 90-minute container so that I can work one-on-one with you, with whoever you are listening in today. (laughs) And we can really break down what's been keeping you where you are, what's been keeping you stuck. And we're going to go in, identify what those beliefs are. We're going to work on them together, create some change there mentally. And it's going to be like the biggest breath of fresh air you've ever had in your life. It's going to be so, so good. And then we're going to go in and create a custom action plan on what you need to do next. Because I'm all about taking inspired action. And that's why this is a 90-minute session. It's not just an hour. So you can do all of that. Um, And then this is all one-on-one, all on Zoom. So face-to-face. And we will go ahead and like take that and move forward and you can take action immediately on all these amazing things that we talked about with this amazing renewed mindset. So this is life changing work. I was able, and I'm going to just say this one thing because I just think it's so amazing. I was able to help someone through a mindset of not being good enough. And we've all had that at some point, I think, not being good enough. And this is something she had carried with her almost her whole life not being good enough, always worrying, how am I showing up to other people? I'm not good enough. We worked through that. We released it and we replaced it with excitement and energy for any new thing she does. It was so, so powerful. And so that's why I'm all about mindset. We talked about mindset this whole episode. And if you're excited to do something like that and really level up in your life, send me a DM on Instagram at Avani Miriawa and we should talk about it and I'll give you my calendar link so we can schedule something. So follow me on Instagram and send me a message saying, I want to break through or breakthrough session. And we will talk more over there because it is so powerful. And uh, I'm so, I'm so excited that I get to do this. (laughs) I wish you guys could see Avani's face as she's talking about this offering, you know, like I know we can't have video on a podcast, but she is just glowing right now. And I can just tell how passionate that she is about this. And I know Giselle knows firsthand from working with her um, as a coaching uh, client. So yeah. And that's one thing too, for those of you who have never had a coaching session before is that you talk to yourself all the time and think, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. And then you're doing it and you're doing it and nothing's happening. Yeah. And it's because like, you're not seeing past it and you need someone, especially someone who's certified to help you get past it and realize like, Hey, you keep telling me that this and this, and this is draining you. Well, it's actually because like a deeper level to that is this, and let's work on that. And that's where you start seeing the changes. So like, yeah, uh, you watch your blind spot. <laughs> <laughs> and she does it in a very like, yeah, in a very like, techniques and strategy and experience and all sorts of things that I, I highly recommend you guys working with her if you need a breakthrough for sure. And we will also link this to um, the the description too. Yeah, so. I mean the URL and if Albany's you want to Instagram of course. If you don't, if you don't <laughs> want to talk to me and you're like I want in now, all you have to do is go to avenimariella.com slash breakthrough b r e k 
Oh my God, yes. I spelled it wrong. B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H. <laughs> you got go. it, girl. <laughs> amazing. Well, this has been amazing. Do we want to move into our inbox question? Yes, yes, for sure. Um, so our inbox question for today um, comes from Raquel Thomas. Thanks so much for reaching out to us at inbox at betterbranddesigner.com. You're amazing. Um, she says, have you ever thought about giving up your solo career for the stability of full-time or part-time work? If so, what made you keep going? How did you know that you would get there in the end? And how long did it take? And I think this question is something that has crossed every entrepreneur's mind probably like multiple times, you know, during mm-hmm. their their careers. There it, it really is a high and a low, and it's like a roller coaster because there, oh, yeah. at least for me and my business, there's there's periods of growth, there's periods of like, you know, making a ton of money. And then there's times where you're like, whoa, I've got bills to pay and I am not seeing, you know, the results of all my efforts. And that can be really, really disheartening. So I mean I'm at the beginning of my journey. I really am still at the beginning of this journey as, as an entrepreneur. My, my studio is just about a year old at this point. Um, and I've thought about it a lot, you know, like, mm-hmm. is this something that is going to be sustainable for me for a long time? Is this going to actually work? Am I good enough for this? You know, there's so much mindset that goes into that question. And, and I think that I recommend for sure, like using those techniques that we talked about in this, in this episode, reaching out for help, whether that is, you know, getting a coach or talking to your friend or, or, or getting in a Facebook group and, you know, like networking with other people who are in the same situation as you. I think that is what keeps you going is it's not just relying on your own, um, you know, grit to get through, although that is important. I think it's, it's the support that you surround yourself with. It's the people that are speaking like, like truth and, you know, encouragement into your life. That for me is what keeps me inspired on the days where I really don't believe in myself. How long did it take? I mean, it's something I'm still working on, girl. <laughs> like, yeah. how did I know? I think, all of us. I think we all are. So that's, that's my answer. But if you guys want to jump in with, with your thoughts, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Avni, do you want to go next? Yeah. So, you know, I've only thought about it for a few seconds here and there. It's like, oh, it would be nice. It would be nice if I didn't have to like do X, Y, and Z. Because, you know, it's it's not easy. But we did not choose this life because it was easy. We chose it because of what it can provide for us. And I can tell you, I will... I love working for myself. I'm going to work for myself for the rest of my life. I love the idea. This is true creativity, you guys. You can change anything in your business at any time. You just made something out of nothing. There's so much you can do. The potential is limitless. The fact that you can make money, you truly can make money like that. It's amazing. It is so amazing. And I love the ability to share that with other people. And this gives me the space and energy to do that. I have the flexibility to have a podcast. I have the flexibility to hop on Instagram and be like, wow, I did this cool thing. This is what I learned. So I love just all of that together. And to me, that's priceless. So I mean, here and there, I'm like, oh, it must be nice to go to a job and not have to think about closing a client today. But it's very brief. Uh, <laughs> and trust me, trust me, when your business is rocking and grooving and, and things start to feel easy because you've worked on yourself so much, it's you're never going to want to leave leave your amazing business and go to get a job because that's your life and you built it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. And I think um, in addition to what you guys have said too, is that uh, being honest with yourself and deciding if that this is what you actually want, as opposed to like, this is what, you know, these other people that I admire are doing. Like, do I actually want this for myself? Because it's totally okay to also be one to do things full time and just work a traditional job and things like that. But finding the purpose, you know, defining, okay, this is what I want. And then deciding the reason why is going to be like the ultimate driver for you through these really hard times, because, you know, it's going to be ups and downs for sure. Just like in anything, like just like deciding to have kids, like sometimes you're going to like really wish you didn't have kids. <laughs> and it's it's the same thing like that we have with our business. It's like our child. So um, knowing that, like, what is the purpose? Like, why is it that I started this? And then breaking it down to these marginal steps, right? Like day, taking a day at a time. This reminds me of when I was hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. So uh, for those of you that don't know, like I did that for three months and we were hiking 20 miles a day, like living out of our backpacks in, in California. And um, I remember one time we got to the top of a, we got to a mountain pass. And when we were at the top having a snack, there was this guy and I'll never forget him. He was just dreading his way up there. And he finally got there. He looked over at us like with like misery in his face asking like, how, how do you guys do this every day? And cause he was, you could tell he was just ready to quit. He was like, I've had it. I've had enough. I'm going to quit by the time I get to a trailhead. And I, we kind of just looked at it, like my husband and I looked at each other and we were like, well, we just look forward to the next snack break, which was every hour at that time. <laughs> like that's literally what made us hike 20 miles a day, every single day. There was a purpose why we did it. Right. And why we didn't quit before the three months were over, but to actually execute it, that's how we did it. We're just like every hour, we're going to get a snack and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I love so like that. breaking it down oh, to I these like that. digestible pieces. Snacks yeah, the so that's my advice. <laughs> I know. Reward yourself with snacks, friends. Yeah, it works. <laughs> so good. Amazing, amazing story. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much thank for sharing you. that. I mean, that's just it is another reason why the things that we make time for in our lives that are not our businesses are going to teach us probably the most valuable lessons mm-hmm. that we could learn. You know, off our computer for sure. So. Amazing. Well, this has been an amazing episode yes. filled with like so much wisdom. Avani, thank you so much again for ha- for being here, not having us. <laughs> I, don't know I know your situation is reversed. Right <laughs> <laughs> Whose podcast are we on? <laughs> I know, right? Oh my goodness. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. And I, I really highly recommend. <laughs> yes. I highly recommend all of you to go and connect with Avani um, on her Instagram. I know that she is a member of our Facebook group as well. You can say hi to her in there. If you have any questions at all about her freelancer breakthrough sessions, um, ask her. You know, she is such an open book, such it's just such such positive energy. It just radiates yeah. out from her. Just from the few times that like we've had to talk over the phone, you know, it's it's it is truly awesome. So absolutely do that and um we are so grateful again for her to you know spend an hour of her time with us thank you ladies we hope you enjoyed today's conversation subscribe wherever you're listening to make sure you don't miss an episode and we'd be forever grateful if you left us a review on apple podcasts we bet you've got designer friends who'd enjoy it too so share it with them If you'd like to submit an inbox question for us to answer on air, or you want to get in contact with us directly, email us at inbox at betterbranddesigner.com. Our Facebook community is one of the most positive, supportive, and fun groups we've ever been a part of. 
We'd love for you to join us. Search for Better the Brand Designer Podcast on Facebook. If you love these conversations between designer friends and would like to support us, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash betterpodcast. And visit us online at betterbranddesigner.com to learn more about our podcast and snag major discounts on our favorite resources. Special thanks to our producer, John, from Wayfair Recording Co. See you guys again next week.